This is CliffCentral.com. Please note that the views expressed and the advice provided in this show are for general advice and entertainment purposes only. Nothing stated should be treated as a substitute for your own independent legal advice based on your own specific facts and objectives. Therefore, the presenter and CliffCentral.com accept no liability of any nature whatsoever, either expressed or implied. Law, like you've never heard it before. The Laws of Life with Gary Hertzberg on CliffCentral.com. I'm a lawyer and I know it. I'm Gary Hertzberg, I'm a lawyer and I know it, and this is the laws of life. I'm a half-baked lawyer and I know that. Yeah, I'm for a lawyer, Lions, you haven't got long to go, about another 20 years or so. Yeah. I think, I think I have to very quickly give you some kind of uh, compliments. You have an MBA, you have all kinds of undergrads, uh, you're now doing law. Uh, he's he's no he's no fool on lines. Uh, good stuff, line. Yeah. Thank you, Gary. Yeah, yeah, it's Tuesday. Yeah, let's talk about sex, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> Can we have some of it while we talk about it? Well, that's Lionel Makoka Clare. In case you don't know who it is, I'm Gary Hertzberg. Oh, this yes. is the Laws of Life on CliffCentral.com. Cool lines. Uh, you know, when we think back on this year, mm-hmm. uh, we presented some really radical legal shows with great guests. Yes, and I think that's that puts us cut above. Oh yes, we've discussed some intricate laws and and concepts, and in the process, we've had some good laughs and a few teary moments. Oh yes, yeah. It's been a real treat to be on Cliff Central. This place is jacked, jacked up. Uh, Rena Brumberg and Gareth Cliff, our two bosses, run this. Very tightly, very cleverly. They are superb. I'm honored to be a presenter on Cliff Central. Anyone who doesn't understand that um, needs to speak to me about it. This is a great place to be. Oh, just to add to that, I'm also honored to be under your wing because remember how you mentored me throughout the whole process and you've been patient with me. And of course, you know that I'm a mosquito sometimes. No, you've you've improved 100%, (laughs) lads. You're now at 50%. (laughs) (laughs) At least I passed, not 30%. (laughs) It's been an amazing year for us on the Laws of Life. We've had some great reviews. People have really enjoyed our shows. We had one show that I... I remember distinctly it was about weight loss surgery and we had a great guest. Oh, yes. Do you remember Tessa Castle? Oh, yes. You know that she's back with us today on this subject, but we'll introduce her in more detail. She's a ball of fire. She really is. Yeah. The truth is, uh, I think most of us have reached this time of year, uh, we've kind of reached burnout. Yeah. um, I don't know whether we just feel tired, but I'm really tied out and uh, it's holiday time so we've decided to on the law on the law show to lighten up lines oh yeah we're going to break away from t- tradition and we're going to talk about something that's a lot more pleasurable than law so let's Many people are 
fucking not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I want some sex. <laughs> Yeah, this is uh, on our show today. We're going to be asking whether our lawyers are performing between the sheets. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's all about, lines. And, and I guess we all know that lawyers work really long hours, and many work on a billable hour system. Oh yes, as you know, uh, the billable hour system calculates minutes of our working day, so there's no respite for those slogging away, especially the lawyers in the big firms. Have targets to meet, oh, yes. and the more billable hours they do, the more valuable they are to their law firm. Yes. For those that fail, especially in the big firms, to reach their target, the consequences can really be serious for them. Mm, so some of these, I mean, these big buildings that you can see growing up in Santon, um, there are a lot of people that are sweating in those buildings, trying to push the hours through. Yeah. The billing strain, coupled with the unrelenting anxiety of making deadlines and dealing with demanding clients, is sometimes enough to tell you. Don't be a lawyer. Don't do it. Quickest way to ruin your life. Don't be a lawyer. Not perfect, oh my goodness. Yeah, joining us, uh, <laughs> joining us today are two lawyers. First off, uh, we've, we're very pleased to tickle to host uh, the person I mentioned earlier. Her name is Tessa Castle. She is an LLB and she has her own labor dispute resolution practice. She's also a commercial mediator. Welcome mm. to you, Tessa. Hi, thanks for having me back. Yeah, Great. welcome, welcome. Also an old favorite of ours is divorce and maintenance attorney. He's a boom boom guy. He's a tough litigator. Don't his mess with is, him. His name is Ian Ellis <laughs> of <laughs> Johannesburg. A L L I S. That's how you yes. spell his name. And Tess is K A S S E L is his surname. Thanks. Welcome for to me, you. Gary. Yeah, it's yeah. great. Thank to have you, you and thank you to the listeners. Then from Pretoria, he's made his way here. Uh, I'm going to introduce him in more detail. It's a fascinating story. This we have Pre- Professor Johann Lemmer. He's founder and principal of, listen to this one, Lines, Academy of Sexology. Wow. <laughs> Welcome to you, sir. Thank you, Gary. Welcome. Yeah. yeah, great. Our Facebook page is The Laws of Life, uh, Lines, you always say. But you can always give us a like. And it's The Laws of Life with Gary Hertz because oh, there's yes. someone else. So, yeah. Someone tripped us, I think. You need to litigate. Yeah. yeah, you can also you can always touch base with us on the uh, Facebook page by giving us any topic that you would like us to talk about, and we'll make it a point that we find you a legal guru who's going to break down the jargons and make it a point that you get to understand the nitty gritty of it. You can also touch base with us on Heads Law H E R T Z L A W. That's where you can also just give us any likes and any topics that you would like us to talk about. We'll make it a point that we make it fun and more accessible and relatable topics. So lawyers have to win their cases. That's what our clients are paying us for. Winning is the name of the game. Oh, yes. And uh, as a result, Lines, as I said a bit earlier, we have very little free time. And often our relationships suffer, and mostly so does the sex. And (laughs) one lawyer's wife complained to her friend. She said, I'd like sex three times a week, but I'd kill for it twice a month. (laughs) So let's ask ask Tessa Castle. I mean, you you work as a kind of as a lawyer and you, you do all this labor stuff. Do you have time for sex? What's going on out there with your friends and your lawyer friends? Yeah. 
we're really struggling because, and, and I'm the only woman on the show, so um, forgive me, but uh, it's really hard. Excuse the pun, <laughs> or not, because from from a woman's point of view, um, you know, you've got to lie there and you've got to make the right noises and you've got to look up at the ceiling and say, "Yes, baby, yes, baby." But I'm thinking of a cross examination question that I've got to ask an applicant in an arbitration, like. Did you or did you not? And meantime, I'm supposed to say yes to the left. Yes, don't stop that. You know, it's really hard to separate. And now Ray wants me to do it in my armchair. Get fucked. <laughs> so, um, Ian, the question to you is, I, first of all, I've got to ask you, you've been married, but, you, but you're single now? Or? I have a girlfriend, but oh. I am divorced. Okay, so sure. the question is, are these dry bed partners driving one another to have affairs? Is that, is that possible? I mean, is, is someone looking out for something more exciting out there? Well, I don't know quite what people are looking for, but all I know is that sometimes there's an extreme challenge with those 97-hour-a-day billing times that one needs to go ahead and put in. You still need to take toilet breaks, occasionally have a cup of coffee. There's just not enough time in the day to go ahead and basically prepare and build for it as well as go ahead and get that groove on Austin Powers style. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I read something uh, very funny, or not funny, I found it quite interesting and funny, it's a, a sex survey. Now, these sex surveys, we never know where, where they really come from. But this one comes from Ashley Madison. Do you remember that group? Mm. That's oh, yes, with the cheating wives and the yeah, cheating yeah, husbands. Yeah. And then so, they got their records divulged all over yeah. the internet. <laughs> okay, so listen to what they This is according to the survey. They say men who work in trades, like think about plumbers and electricians, they tend to cheat the most. <gasps> Oh yes, no, oh, it makes sense. I mean, imagine a pool boy with like muscles. I'm a housewife. Oh, the pool boy. Yeah, pool boys. <laughs> oh, those ones are the best. Well, well, they say that because they work irregular hours and shifts and things oh, like yes. that. Oh uh, yes, it's it's easier for them to fly under the radar. Oh yes, no, of course. I imagine my plumbing or, or do sis- a, or do a night call. Lance. Oh yes, I mean you call them twenty four hour, twenty four seven. That's how many how many hours they work. So yeah. you can always call them. Oh, and and I met one yesterday. Uh, Very good one. And they have the perfect excuse because they're always laying pipes and pushing wires (laughs) and pulling wires through and having to lay a conduit. So they've got the perfect excuse. It's never a lie. There I was just going ahead and laying laying their pipe down. It's all good. I'm worried about the plumber's crack, though, because all I can see is the plumber's crack. So (laughs) that's a complete turn off. Not only do I have to put out, but that's what I visualize. So I'm thinking... By the hour, fuck that. What's your reduced rate? I'll give you cash. <laughs> as long as it's not kind. As long as it's not kind. But uh, as long as it's not a dentist, because you've got to open wide. Imagine. Oh, my God. <laughs> and there's lots of drilling going on. Yeah. Tess, For I long. Hope, <laughs> I hope the plumber's not unblocking your pipes. <laughs> now, here's one. Here's, here's from the same survey. Here's something really interesting. Here we go. The results show that women in medical professions like doctors and nurses, listen to this one, cheat the most. Huh? Absolutely. And Ashley Madison cites long hours and high stresses as two possible excuses for their indiscretions. 
No. Mm. I, 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 is that possible? I mean, does that sound realistic? I think it's actually the access to anesthetic. So just knock your <laughs> knock your patient out and then have a field day. You know, there've been those cases. <laughs> it's a reality, isn't it? Yes. And then they could come to lawyers afterwards, so we could sue the doctors and claim malpractice. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, try and get a gynecologist appointment. It's like a four-month waiting period. I mean, hello, what? <laughs> so there's. Th- According to the same survey, which I really enjoyed, women in legal mm. are near the bottom of the list of having affairs. Those there ones are very cocky to deal with. So who <laughs> wants to deal with a lawyer? Please. Oh, they're probably sad. writing fees and they just can't get out. Yeah, but well, they're doing filing and they're, you know, sometimes it's a bit of a menial task and just give it to the little clerk and let her run off to the court and paginate. Shame. <laughs> haven't got time. <laughs> can't even find fucking parking and now you expect her to have an affair. What about, um, do you remember Ashley Madison? I think they had like, uh, they were hacked. Do you remember? Mm. There was yes. a, mm. And there were 15,000 people that, uh, whose information including their email addresses, all the rest, and their sexual fantasies that was, um, that was posted somewhere and uh, it was exposed. Wow. And I think the, there was a, a case afterwards, uh, a class action lawsuit was filed against them. Hmm. Shame. Yeah. Class action, shame. <laughs> now, we have someone very special. We may have to just tone it down a little bit. Let me tell you about this gent. Okay? When you say tone it down, do you mean we've got to be serious? <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no. well, Professor, th- th- this is the story. There's a man sitting opposite me. He's Professor Johan Lemmer. He's the founder and principal of the Academy of Sexology. And let me tell you a bit about him. He started off as a duomni, of all things. And... Uh, Am I right, sir? Yes, that's correct. Infiakert uh, Duomini. There's something that I enjoyed reading about you. You criticized apartheid yes. in 1987. Now, that that's was a scandal for a Duomini to do, and uh, you could have been tarred and feathered and had a, something stuck in your heart. Yes, it but was a difficult time. Um, I mean, how did you get how did you get away with it, or did you have to become a sexologist? To <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Um, I enjoyed it at that time because I, uh, as a woman at that time, I could live out. Uh, I was allowed to live out how I believe, and uh, yeah, for me, um, apartheid was. Although I grew up in the system, mm. at that time, the discrimination and all these things, and I. Um, I'm gra- uh, grateful that I could contribute at that time a little bit. To I think you, I think there was a discussion in the Wall Street Journal that That's you part took in. That's surely, correct. I mean, surely your 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 elders and your members and all the rest wanted to uh, kind of boot you out of there. They, I mean, it was not something that an Ingekak Duomni did in 1987. Yes, but um, sorry, who was the president then? Was it Foster? Oh, I can't remember. Uh, Foster, maybe, maybe, maybe Foster PV. P.W. Buta, I can't yeah, remember I think now. Yeah. yeah, but in any case, mm. it's not so strange to, to go from theology to sexology mm. because sexology is about extremes. It's bipolar. It's be, mm. uh, two different opposites that can be simultaneously true. And um, uh, um, that's why it's so interesting that theology is about uh, people. Mm. And sexology is the core of being human. And according to the World Health Organization, sexuality is a central aspect of being human throughout life, from birth to death. Mm -hmm. And sexuality doesn't only start after birth. It's 
it uh, uh, doesn't only start in adolescence, it's from birth to death. And sexuality is so, it's the core of everything. And we think when we hear the word sex, only about penetration. But sex is much more than penetration. Sex is abbreviation for sexuality. And sexuality is experienced and expressed. And that's the World Health Organization's policy on sexuality. It's expressed in thoughts, in fantasies, in desires, in beliefs, in attitudes, values, behaviors, practices, roles, relationship. Mm. Sexuality is to be fun and pleasure. And we are busy with the core of sexuality as fun and pleasure while we are joking about all these mm. stuff. I, uh, by the way, I don't agree with Madison's research. I would love no, to see not. the scientific, <laughs> because in my experience, working many years with lawyers, mm. both in a professional capacity as well as I have many friends who are lawyers, mm. and it's definitely not true that female law- lawyers <laughs> are, are not uh, doesn't have high libidos. It it is definitely not true. It's also not true. That medical doctors have all the time, and uh, they, um, so. But um, uh, I think it's just a discussion point. That survey. Who knows how accurate or where they got the information ex- from? Ex- exactly. But it's fun, fun and pleasure, and sex is about pleasure. And in the past, it was only about reproduction or relationship. But now, individual sexuality is so important to enjoy each one. Your sexuality, male and female. And many times I have to talk in other shows about the orgasm, the female orgasm, the male orgasm, having pleasure, having fun. And it's such a sad thing that I'm hearing about my professional colleagues in the law uh, profession that they are so overworked that they don't have time for sex. And, um, and what about poor Tessa? I mean, she's, exactly. she's I was got still a lie there thinking about her cross-examination while she's having sex. And it's, the plumber's crap. <laughs> <laughs> and, the plumber. but, and they say M in, when you see McDonald's, drive past the McDonald's. Yes. You see the M. It's yes. very obvious of McDonald's, the M. Every time from now on, when you drive through a McDonald's or next um, past a McDonald's, think M means masturbate. When did I last masturbate? I must masturbate. Because masturbation is really the basic starting point of mm. enjoying, having fun, having pleasure. Yeah, you can't. Prof. <laughs> so now you've got to think of masturbating in the draft room. <laughs> Not necessarily then. I don't even remember how to do it. Salamelier. <laughs> <laughs> With pleasure. What is masturbation? Where from? You know, Prof, when one looks at you, I mean, you, you are a character because you are a Dormney, right? And yet, I will. You, 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 well, it's still in your soul. And yet, and it's in your brain, and yet you come out with something that, that, that is so beautiful. You know? When last did you masturbate? <laughs> so on that note, we're just going to take a break for a <laughs> Do you really? No, no, I'm kidding. Not going to go there. So let, let's just talk about you are used by a number uh, consulted. Uh, you consult to a number of attorneys on, on a variety of issues. Give yes. us some ideas of what uh, you do for them. Yes. Um, as um, um, 
a sexologist or professor in sexuality. We have 10 sub-disciplines in sexology. Um, the most important ones are clinical sexology, developmental sexology. But the other one is the most important one for the show now is forensic sexology. Yeah. That means sex and the law. Yeah. And forensic sexology is a relative new discipline. But um, sexuality as the core central aspect of being human throughout life is very important to the law as well. And um, uh, we assist the laws with um, 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 all cases regarding sexuality. So medical negligence cases, for instance, or RAF cases where a person lose their sexual life and it uh, have an impact on the relationship, it has an impact on the self-image, sexual self-esteem, and we assist the court uh, regarding the sexological sequelae mm. uh, of the accident, of the incident. And that's a very important thing. And even in rape cases, they are not all rape cases are clear-cut. Um, we, we can add a lot to the defense as well because so many people are framed as well. It's not the law is very um, uh, ignorant in many aspects regarding the scientific studies of sexuality. And I think that's a thing that we are glad that in South Africa, the high court nowadays uh, tend to give a lot of attention to sexology. So we assist lawyers and uh, we can help them with for, uh, medical legal reports, for instance. That's I think you're doing thing. a case now, in, I don't yeah. want to mention where, but it's a, b a little boy who lost his penis. Exactly. It's a little boy. Yes, it's a very tragic case. He was 12 years old yeah. when his parents took him to a urologist because they don't want to send him to the cultural uh, rituals of circumcision yeah. uh, because of all the things that happened there. Yeah. And they trust the medical system for it and took him to a, a urologist. Was it a private, private or was it government? No, it was a private clinic. Yeah. And um, um, unfortunately, things went wrong and mm -hmm. he lost his penis via mm -hmm. urologist. <laughs> that doesn't mean uh, uh, we, we defend our profession and we defend the urologist and the medical profession, mm. but you know, you have to uh, um, be responsible for what you did. Mm. And uh, so we, um, he lost his life, that young boy at 12 age, because he completely lost yeah, his tragedy. Mm -hmm. Probably the doctor was the Russian doctor Kachakokov. <laughs> <laughs> Most <laughs> probably. Yeah. Uh, hey, hey, I'm Jewish. I really lost my <laughs> 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 You guys get in early, you know. So hey, it's, hey, it's a Jewish discount. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Gary, I wanted to tell you um, about women lawyers and having affairs. You know, mm. there was a case in Chicago about a woman lawyer who didn't want to pay her office supplies um, supplier. So what she did was got supply from her office supplies company, and she was having sex with a guy who was delivering the paper and the ballpoint pens. And she was found out and uh, agreed as a settlement to be debarred for three years. Oh my word! So yeah, just be yeah. careful of the paper cut <laughs> <laughs> and where you put it. So what does it mean? I mean, can you? Uh, let me. There are two questions I want to ask Tess and, and Ian. 
Can a lawyer accept sex in exchange for legal services? Do you want to take this one first? Yeah. <laughs> or should I go for this one? Okay, so let's let's take it. Come a little forward, Ian. Come right up to the mic. I want to ask you, let's just... I'm not used to things like this okay. anywhere in your so mind. So you mouth. have... A, <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> you, have this, you have this very attractive woman. She walks walks into your office. She says, I, need, I, I, I want your services. I don't know what it's for. We won't say it's a divorce because then it could be unethical. She says, I'm, I have a, 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 a car crash and I need your help. I can't pay you. But, um, you know, we can, I can kind of do a barter with you. Well, at a 25% contingency, and I'd be out just go ahead and charge by the kilo. <laughs> it's a, you can't go ahead and do that, no matter what. As tempting as it could in actual fact be or couldn't in actual fact be, you cannot go ahead and do that because it's not, it's not just from the ethical perspective. It's got can be the long-term ramifications. Plus, at the end of the day, you don't want to go ahead and cheapen yourself. Just now remember there you might be charging 1700 an hour. The next one is 2000 an hour. What happens when they come and they just want to go ahead and pay far and you can – only charge 500 an hour come yeah. being the pun mm-hmm. yeah hmm. what about so it's t- a price cut it's like off the street from elite escort all the way to all the way to street ho it's not, <laughs> I mean, not good for the rent take not it illogically what happens if a prostitute walks in and she's up for prostitution and oh i've got a good one yes. i want to tell you about valerie yeah. so this man valerie works for a madam obviously in a high in a high class rothel mm. so this man in a suit walks in and says i want to to see Valerie. So the madam says uh, she's our most expensive um, escort. Are you sure you don't want someone cheaper? He says, no, I want Valerie. Yes, but she, I bill her out at 5,000 rand an hour. Well, give me 5,000 rand then. Okay, he takes 5,000 rand out of his wallet. She says, oh, but nobody's ever afforded 5,000 rand. Valerie does her hourly job. And then he comes back the next night. He asks for Valerie. Ooh. And the, the next night, so are you sure no one's ever come to see me twice? Takes out the 5,000 rand. Third night in a row, there he comes. Want to see Valerie? But nobody's ever come to me three times in a row. Three nights in a row. 5,000 rand. So he, she says to him, where are you from? He says, well, I'm from Hootsprate. Oh, but I've got family in Hootsprate. Yes, I know. It was your sister. She died. I'm her lawyer. She left you 15,000 rand. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, no. No, that's no, not noble at all. <laughs> well, technically, that's not payment for services. Yeah, 5,000 rand an hour. I absolutely love that. Should we lawyers have... Be banned from ha- from having sex with our clients. Yes, it's unethical. It's not noble to the profession. This is a noble profession. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Really? Nobility really. is such a subjective term. I oh. put it to you. Well, not, I put it in you. <laughs> no, that's more like I stick it in you. No, I stick it to you. Tess. I, I think you've got a story on this one. Should lawyers be banned from having sex with their clients? Okay, so um, this is not my proudest moment. but <laughs> And mom, dad, forgive me. But uh, the bottom line is, you know, when I was a clerk, I didn't do the – I obviously didn't do the, the ethics course. <laughs> I, I failed stats and ethics miserably. 
So I knew nothing about ethics And I saw this client And shame He he was a bit of a loser And I thought You know Like the investment company I see potential So you know We got onto the back seat Of my VW Fox And we did it a few times And yeah 20 years later He's still a client He's still coming back for more You married him I married him <laughs> <laughs> You see Wabon <laughs> You see Thank you. Now, what about, I mean, Chris, he wasn't an emotionally distraught client at the time because then you could have been possibly taking advantage of him. What was the, what was the case about that you needed to see him and? Was he financially distraught? Yeah. Well, at the time, yes, because, <laughs> because, you know, because if we had to get on the back seat of my fox, can you imagine what he was driving? <laughs> <laughs> um, it was a road accident fund matter. Girl, yeah, I'm a foxy girl. Yeah, it was a road accident fund case, and I mean, you know, you you make a man money, and he's yours forever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so your boss, you were a candidate lawyer, so yeah. your principal said, go out and see this client, and get him to sign some papers or something. And you landed up on the on the back seat of your fox, and you landed up marrying this man. And twenty years later, he's still your husband. Yes, yeah, shame because you know. Um, <laughs> now is he sorry? When you ha- is he the man that when you're having sex with, you think of the cross examination? Unfortunately, the poor guy. So <laughs> now he knows the, the truth. Fox. Have you still got the fox? Or? No, no. I, I, I have fond memories of the fox, but um, you know, uh, after that, I did his. His first divorce And in his first divorce He got everything But trust me In his second divorce He's going to get Fuck all (laughs) Be careful who you marry (laughs) Never marry a lawyer Not a woman lawyer either They're sharks When they're scornful They'll show you flames (laughs) I think his claim to fame Tess is that he sleeps With his lawyer Yes Exactly Lucky guy I think he tells the whole time That Yeah He's Did you at least get to yeah. honor the 25% contingency fee Oh, uh, What are you mad? No, I charge 40. <laughs> <laughs> so the question is, bottom line, are lawyers performing between the sheets or what's going on? Gary, why would you ask that question? You are a lawyer. Can you tell us about just no. <laughs> <laughs> like we, you know, we have, uh, we only have uh, 20 minutes left. And well, might only last for 10 seconds. <laughs> you know, it, it depends on the sheets because I only want Egyptian. Oh, baby! Coffin. I like you. Okay, so it depends on the quality of the sheets first. So lawyers performing between the sheets is a difficult one because nobody actually wants to admit that performance sexually is, is something that you, um, is something that you you are actually rated on. Your relationships are affected. This is what um, you have to do. Um, we know the value of time. And unfortunately, like the other oldest professions in the book, prostitution and lawyers go hand in hand. Excuse <laughs> the pun. Exactly. There's a diff- uh, there is one different, uh, difference. As long, uh, uh, as long as you're a prostitute, you know you get paid before you get fucked. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 well said, Ian Ellis. <laughs> um, yeah, so Prof, yeah, just let's turn it down a sec. If no. people want to do your, your course, yes. uh, it's, a, it's a degree or a diploma or what is it actually? Uh, Gary, we have on NKF8 level, 
Now that's um, honest de- honest degree level. Mm. That's our entry level. It's a four year professional degree, uh, bachelor's of sexology. Uh, we have over the fifteen years about twenty graduates. Amongst them are medical doctors, psychiatrists, even um, psychologists who study sexology. So it's a it's a hectic course. The master's degree, the master's course is we developed 40 models on uh, sexology for the master's course. So it's very difficult. Um, it's the most difficult study because you have the medical side, urology, gynecology, endocrinology, neurology, all this stuff you need to study related to sexuality because sex, most of our being human is about sexuality. So that's once you, once you acquire this this, this qualification, yes. what do you do with it? Yes. Uh, do you open a practice? Yes. What do you call yourself? We in South Africa we distinguished uh, between qualifications and designations. A qualification is the academic qualification according to the NQF framework, mm. up to NQF level ten, doctorate level. We specialize in NQF eight, nine, and ten, the three top academic levels. In, in sexology. So that's the qualification. But the designation is the uh, Professional Council for Sexologists, NPC, which is the regulating professional body. We work very closely with the health professional body. And I heard about also the NPC for what, what we spoke in the beginning of the program as well. So we need the professional body to regulate the ethics <laughs> of Sexologists, because they are, they must, they must also be accountable. So, with a B degree, you can be a counselor of sexuality. With a master's degree, a therapist of sexuality, and you need a doctor's degree, NQF 10 level. So, it's a higher qualification than a urologist or a neurologist or gynecologists, they are basically most of the time on NQF 9 levels. Jeepers. Wow. Yeah. So I, I, to, to be quite honest, I didn't know about this sexology yeah. until I spoke to you about it, and I'm pleased you've come into studio. We've learned something. Did you know, Tess, about anything? Did you know about sexology before this? No, but uh, Prof, can I have your number? I want to put it on speed <laughs> dial, as a belief. Yeah. You're most welcome. Thank you. I'll keep it, I'll keep it a secret, under wraps. <laughs> I like the public disclaimer already. <laughs> Motoki motoka bato babango. Yes, Yes, a human being is a human being through other pe- human beings. Yeah, yeah, that's literally what it means. Yeah. yeah. Where does that fit into this, Prof? What that's you- that's one of my favorite sayings. Motoki motoka bato babango. We we are individuals, but we can't exist without each other. Ooh. And in sexuality, the most important bipolar thing is not. Um, between female and male, but but exactly be, between um, humans as society and as individuals. We are individuals and we are a group of people. We are society. And that's where the ethics of sexuality <laughs> also comes in. Every individual is entitled to complete sexual pleasure and fun. But the effect it has on other people, you can't do as you individually want. So mm-hmm. it's a fine balance 
between you can do whatever you want in f- and between informed consent adults, it's fine. And you just got to find that person. <laughs> but, <laughs> hey, there was that German guy who had whose sexual desire was to eat somebody else. Yes. And the Madison is a good example to, to give you people. Prof, is homosexual sex also yes. something that people are learning about or yes, the transitioning indeed. of being hetero now, trying other sexual... I'm so glad for this question. It's so important. We have the, one of the ten disciplines. Mm-hmm. The one is ethical, but the other one is alternative sex, sexology. And LGBTI are part of the alternatives. That's the most, most major thing of alternative sexology is the gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender, intersex. But now there is also non-binary sexuality. Oh. Wow. And it means there are more and more people who say, please don't identify me as male or female. Yes. There are many people like that nowadays. That, just by the way, the other two uh, alternative sexual, uh, sexologies is um, BDSM, kinky sex, which is not sexual abuse and pathological abuse. Not that, nothing to do with that, but pleasure uh, playful BDSM and the other alternative one is uh, tantric sex, which wow. is which tantric is one of the most upcoming things of our day. That's non-penetrative. Yeah, not necessarily. It can be, but penetration in sexuality plays only a fifteen percent role. No CA for me. <laughs> well, I that's guess there could be also a very fine line between kinky sex and a protection order. So, <laughs> <laughs> just depends on which side of the stick you're on on that one. I mean, you know, you, you're saying about all the different, uh, I mean, even kinky sex. I actually had a case, it was interesting, um, where someone, he was a warehouse manager and he was, he, he looked like an all blacks tight head prop. That's what he looked like. And he was absolutely buff. He used to enter these weightlifting competitions. And he, I mean, everything screamed man about him. But he had a leather fetish, well, a, uh, well, a PVC fetish. Wow. And he liked to be dominated. And he used to dress up as a, as a, um, as a, a, a woman in women's clothing and thigh-high boots. And mm. unfortunately, he used to go to dominatrixes, and then that's where WhatsApp failed him because the WhatsApp warehouse group got all of the photos. <gasps> but what I can say is that he spent money waxing his balls. But that's lawyers as well. You c- can't believe when you are in a control position normally in your workplace, you are submissive in the bedroom. Not always. Hmm. But people who are CEOs who are in control, they want to lose control in the bedroom. And that is, um, I don't want to give away anything, but many lawyers talking about the sex life of lawyers are into kinky sex. And that I know very well. Wow. Not, not all, but because they are so in Ian a control and I are position. The other way. <laughs> 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 so go ahead and wonder about those past 13 <laughs> <laughs> no, we can never generalize. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, um, y- you know, 
the, the importance of good preparation for lawyers is uh, we'll make copies, we'll do everything, <laughs> we'll do the cross-examination questions before we go home and take our clothes off. But, you know, good preparation is something because uh, I don't believe that, that sex is, is penetrative or anything like that. Um, for me, it's a mind fuck. Exactly. Prof, sorry, exactly. as a Germany, for me, it's all about <laughs> it's all about the, the head. Yes. And and excuse that pun as well. <laughs> Didn't intend that to happen. Mm. But it's it's all about that. And mm. if you can get inside of my mind and mm. and then prepare that way, then the rest of it is easy. But uh, next time I go through McDonald's, <laughs> <laughs> <Axel> Prof Bell. <laughs> you sound like a supersexual. <laughs> yeah, listen, I mean, uh, yeah, I don't even know. Yeah, actually, hang okay. on. Yeah. <laughs> Saturdays and Sundays are my day for putting out. So, you know, because yeah. we don't have time during the week. We've actually got to find time don't on the week. Don't you work on weekends? That's also, that's an obvious billable day. Listen, as race is, yeah, well, uh, over time, but as Ray says, I can do it from my armchair now. So now I'm gonna, I'm gonna go through M in my armchair. Yeah. Hey, just wait until you're actually having to go ahead and give advice over WhatsApp on the toilet. Then you, then you know it's a good time. Oh no, please, Ian, not in the toilet. Let's not go there. Really. Yeah, everywhere could be your office. Yeah, well, um, yes. Uh, can you can you masturbate after hours while you're billing? Only, Is if that go, only, only if you go ahead and you're dictating at the same time. Yeah, that would be a bit of a problem. <laughs> Legally speaking, that would be a bit of a problem. You can never look at the law reports in the same way ever. <laughs> <laughs> no, or, or looking for cases, you know, type in a case that says, you know, I'm interested, Prof, because um, it's very difficult for for a lot of people, you know, personally, but, but lawyers are, are trained to be... To be Alsatians mm. at work, but you have to be submissive sometimes after hours, and it's mm. very difficult to disconnect. Mm. You know, you're an absolute tiger mm. when you're when you're in a in an arbitration. You know, and then to try and to try and release and to become that soft, submissive kind of engaging sexual human mm. being is very difficult. Yeah. yeah, you are not a light switch. You can't switch from this to this to this. We are not robots. Yeah, I fully agree. I think she, you, you whip your husband. Is that the answer? Oh, God, he loves it. And, <laughs> <laughs> and it's not whipping, it's now shambok. Right. <laughs> As yeah. I say, a very fine line between pleasure and a protection order. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's been, Tess, before we let you go, anything of any excitement that you want to tell us about? I just, oh, no, <laughs> no, listen, it's now enough now because I'm never going to live this down ever. My poor husband is probably shitting himself at the moment because now it's all out there. And now somebody's trying to bid for your Volkswagen Fox on eBay. You, really yeah. like you know, the sad thing is that I gave that car to my stepson. If only he knew. Well, he does now. <laughs> no, he does now. Back seats do not sit there. I wonder if he used the back seat too. I wonder if the CSR guys are anywhere. Oh. <laughs> anyway, thank you to the prof for coming here. We oh, really yes. appreciate it. And when you... Uh, you gave us some good stuff. I'll never see the M again in, 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 in the, the, same, in the way. same way. M stands for masturbation, according to oh, yeah. professor. We, we should professor. do that more often. But what, if, what happens now if you confuse the draft through with the glory hole? <laughs> 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 
Exactly, man. Lovely show. Many thanks to all of you. Tessa Castle, you're a scream, as I always say. Ian Alice, you're not too bad yourself. Did you just say scream? A scream. Like, seriously? She's a screamer. Are you trying to tell us? Are you trying to tell us something? <laughs> to you, Lines, many thanks. It may be the last show. People want to come on next week, but I think... Uh, uh, we can never be much. We have to serve the people. Anyway, people good. want legal services. We have to serve them. Okay, Lines, many yes. thanks. You've got the answers you want on sexuality on, from your side. Okay. And uh, to everyone for listening, thank you so much. We'll see you whenever. Cheers. Thank, thank you. Bye. You. Thank you. Thank you. Like you've never heard it before. The Laws of Life with Gary Hertzberg on cliffcentral.com. This is cliffcentral.com.